Hello, I'm Dennis Nunn, and I want to welcome you to the Every Believer Witness podcast. We have been focused for the last several podcasts about how do we see God work? How do we make sure we don't inhibit the work of God in sharing the good news of Jesus? And we, we've seen and focused off of the verse in Acts 1, verse 8, where Jesus said, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses. And we talked about it's the difference in having the Holy Spirit in you and being empowered by the Holy Spirit, and that the biblical manifestation of having the Holy Spirit control my life, fill my life, is talking to folks about Jesus. And we looked at the early disciples, then we shifted to us. We talked about how we can see the power of the Holy Spirit come upon us, and we saw the way we do it is when we empty ourselves of ourselves so we can be filled with the Spirit. And the way we do it is we confess our sins. I hope you've listened to the podcast about this. Last week, we talked about the first of three categories of sins. Because you remember this verse doesn't say sin, singular. We confess our sin of unbelief when we come to God. Jesus is our Savior. But it's His children. We need to confess our sins, individual specific acts. And there are three major categories. Last week, we looked at deeds and actions. There's another big category, and those are our words. I call them sins of the tongue. I used to have my tongue with my fingers like this, but my wife Jane says, stop that. That's gross. So now I just hold my tongue between my teeth to talk about sins of the tongue, things we say. For example, if you're lying, you're being untruthful, in any aspect of your life. You're not speaking the truth with people. You're lying. That's got to be confessed. Um, you're cussing. For all of you northerners or transplanted northerners, that'd be cursing. Down here, we call it cussing. But you're, you're, you have unclean things coming out of your mouth. That's, that's got to be confessed. I'll never forget talking to two of my grandchildren. One was in high school. One was in middle school. And I asked them one day what the conversation was like in the hallways between classes. And they said, oh, oh gee, Daddy, it's a F-bomb everywhere, Lord's name in vain, all kind of, of cussing and cursing. I remember asking my grandson, oh, do you ever cuss? And he kind of dropped his head and said, sometimes. You see, whether it's often or sometimes, if I'm doing it, if you're doing it, that's got to be confessed. Uh, young people, we talked about the, the deed or overt act of disobeying your parents. But you know the Bible says, as a young person, you're living at home with your parents, you're to be respectful to your parents. You're not to be talking back or sassing them, according to the Lord. Um, how about telling dirty jokes, off-color jokes, stories? If that's going on, that's got to be confessed. How about criticizing other people, uh, gossiping. You understand the difference in gossip and slander. Slander is if I say something about someone that's not true. It's a negative thing, but they're not guilty of it, and they're not there to defend themselves. That's slander. But let's suppose they really did it. And I talk about, boy, did you hear what Tom did? And Tom's not there to defend himself. That's gossip, even if he really did it. Now, it's real easy for us to justify gossip. Um, 
if you're not trying to act spiritual, you might say, did you hear what Tom did? Now, I'm not talking about Tom because I would say it if Tom was here. Yeah, you are talking about Tom. But if we want to act spiritual, we'll say, we need to be praying for Brother Tom. Did you hear what he did? And we proceed to say something. Even if he did it, if it's not positive, that's gossip. And, and frankly, newsflash, we're all tempted to gossip. Um, the Bible says gossip is like a juicy morsel. In other words, I'm walking along and I see something. Oh, that looks good. I believe I'll try one. Mm, that's delicious. Huh? <laughs> mm. like, like something that's really tasty is gratifying to the body. Gossiping is gratifying to our fallen human nature. Um, the Bible says it's like a juicy morsel. And so every time I'm tempted to gossip, I try to remember this. They had to nail spikes into my Savior's hand and feet for that little juicy tidbit that I'm getting ready to share. And who do we gossip with? We don't gossip with our enemies. We don't gossip with people we don't like. We gossip with our best friends. And I want to encourage you. It takes two to gossip. Someone has to say it and someone has to listen to it. And, and I really want to encourage you. The next time someone you like, a good friend, wants to gossip with you, make the decision to love your Lord more than you love your friend or your friendship. And it's hard. I was headed out to play golf recently. I was with two friends of mine. And one of them proceeded to go off about one of our staff members at church and talk about what they felt like. I said, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, we, we, we can't talk about them. That's gossip. Well, listen that. Because it was in their mind, it was true. I said, no, we can't do that. And it was hard to do that. It was an awkward silence for some time between me and my friend. I think we're fine again now. Not long ago, I was with a relative. And a relative began to go off and complain about something that one of the staff members at our church was doing. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, we, you know, for us to talk about somebody that's not here, even if it's true, that's gossip. Well, I know this. And we talked a little more. And they said, well, I'll tell you, this is my house and I can say anything I want to in my house. I said, yes, you can. But I love you and I care about you. And if it's gossip, I'm going to tell you that. Jesus had to shed his blood on the cross for that little juicy tidbit, that little morsel of gossip that I'm getting ready to share. And I want to throw in a little local church because I hope you're part of a local church. Uh, God wants every one of his children to be part of a local church. The more focused we are on sharing Jesus, the more we can expect attacks from Satan, the more opposition of the world, and one of Satan's greatest tools is gossip. If a church really wants to be intentional about re reaching our community, Satan will try to stir up trouble, and he uses gossip. So me and my friend are out, and someone says, you know, boy, I, I love Pastor Kelly, but I, I don't know where he's not studying or what. I mean, his preaching these days is just not, you know, it's just not up to snuff. I'm not getting anything out of it. Or 
we're talking, someone says, you know, I tell you, I, I, I like Derek and everything, but I just don't agree with some of the stuff he's doing in the children's department. Um, you know, or, or you're talking with a friend and one of them says, I'll tell you right now, if Larry has us sing that same song again nine times, I believe I'm going to throw up. See, gossip. We want the power of God. We want a life of love, joy, and peace. We want to be effective witnesses, but we can't do it if we're guilty of sinning with our tongue. And by the way, here's another sin of the tongue. God tells us on the positive side to be making much of Jesus. So if I'm not making much of Jesus, I'm not sharing the good news, that's also a sin. So I want to encourage you. Will you make an honest inventory? You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell anybody. And God already knows the truth. Will you be truthful with yourself? Have things been coming out of your mouth? They shouldn't be. Have things been not coming out of your mouth? It should be. As you make an inventory, remember this. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God bless you. Till next week.